Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time to get stuck in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And we're back, a uh, fun-filled uh, show, as, as all the shows always, are, I guess. Always, right? always. Right? The weirdest thing I notice about podcasting, whether it's JFW or this freaking show, I don't know where to go after doing the intro. <laughs> so you have no plan. You gotta... Right? As soon as you say Dizzle J, <laughs> I don't know where to really begin the show. Well, I, I mean, we never really have a set way no. of doing the show other than some mm-hmm. th- some stuff comes at the end. Yeah. And we'll throw some shit in the middle. Yeah, it, it's it's the it's the initial like uh like intro banter part like before we start diving in to like the wrestling and shit like that. It's like our uh what do you call that before before they start the show for like Jimmy Kimmel and shit like that. Oh, the uh the, mo- the, monologue. the monologue. Like the monologue. Yeah, kind of like that, but Would it be a monologue? I don't even know. Podologue? Podologue? Podawan? Is that a that's a Star Star Wars? Podawan is Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's our Padawan. <laughs> Fucking hey. Oh man. She'll bring balance. <laughs> um, but no, like like I mentioned, we, we do have a lot of stuff to go through today um on the show. Uh actually listed out things we're gonna talk about, which we don't really have a good track record with making like entertaining shows when we're trying to go off a list. But I'm not trying to list things, just trying to get like Notes on what we could talk about. I, said, I think it varies sometimes. I feel like sometimes, well, not so much the list, but we need to discuss what we're going to talk about beforehand. Like, we always know that we're going to talk about the freaking five now. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm going to do the match of the week and predictions when they come along. Yeah. Plus, uh, new segment today. Starting today, we have a new segment. Super excited about it. Um, it's going to be at the end of the show. We'll explain more about it when we get to that part. Uh, first, real quick, before anything uh, gets started here, for a note to everyone, or just give you guys a heads up in case you hear a lot of like sniffling or coughing and stuff like that, I am getting over being sick. Um, I have been sick uh, over the last week, so I do apologize if you hear a lot of sniffling and shit like that. I'll try to prevent that from being in the show by camera event at all time, because there's going to be a point where Dizzle J's talking, you just hear a... <laughs> So he's not doing I, blow, folks. No, no, it's just it's That's a rich man's drug. Yeah, no, I and I it it's like a mixture of dumb but like fun at the same time. Is <clears throat> uh, Chicago does an annual? Well, not Chicago, but oh, that's my right. work. That's right. My work participates in an annual polar plunge um, every year at the uh, Chicago beach or whatever the fuck it is, and that was this past. Um, you made it on TV. I was. I was on. I was on ABC. Yeah, I saw right? that. I, I was impressed. Where I, was your JFW shirt? Ah, jeez. You know, I. I. Fun fact. I was gonna wear these shirt just because it was a black shirt, and we we're doing so for work. We had to do these costume things, this costume contest, and uh, the people I work with decided to do like these um, these McCormick uh, season shaker things, the seasonings. So they're like, oh, just wear like all black and everything. So I was going to wear uh, my JFW shirt just inside out and everything and all that stuff. Because I'd never been to the Polar Plunge. Yeah. I had no idea how like big it really was it's until huge. I got there. Yeah. Um, and I kept thinking to myself, like, oh, you know, maybe I will wear the JFW shirt out there. But then I kept thinking to myself, like, they have all the celebrities and popular people go out first. Like, they get done before well, we yeah, go out yeah. and do stuff. So I'm like, there's no way they're going to catch us. Even if they do do anything with us. It's going to be a different company because it's my company um, and two other companies. We kind of shared a, a big-ass tent. We had probably the second biggest tent there. So I mean, if they were to do it, they'd probably do the other company because they're slightly bigger and it's their sponsored tent. So they'll probably just get all that done. Right. And so, But now, apparently, uh, yeah, I was, on, uh, I was on the news. I watched it. It was awesome. I watched a Facebook Live video of Polar Plunge, and they witnessed my – I can't even call it a run because I was so fucking cold. I couldn't even bend my legs. So it was, <laughs> it was like a fat Frankenstein going down the beach. Fire. Until the point where, like when we got to the water and the, the temperature outside was 19 degrees. It was 19 that day. No, before you even hit the fucking water. It was so fucking cold. They had to break the ice away just so they could do the polar plunge. <clears throat> and everyone I went with, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to go in. We're going to go in. I'm like, fine. I'll go in as far as everyone else goes in. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna really make it make it count. It's my first time ever doing it. Fuck it. Why not? And everyone else went to, like, 
ankles and knees and like waist and stuff like that. Uh, me and two other people I work with, we went out the farthest, and I I dunked myself. I probably I probably I can't say I completely submerged myself. I went to about like like beard height. Beard height. Yeah. So, um, so it was, it was a lot of fun to do it. It was pretty cool. It was, it was for the Special Olympics, so it was for a good cause. But I do have um, I I do have a bad thing with asthmatic bronchitis. I get it every couple years. So doing that wasn't really benefit for it. So, but but it was for a good cause. Yeah. So long story short, I apologize if it sounds like I'm sick. It's because I'm kind of getting over everything. Everything's starting to break up and shit. It's because like you're a good guy. Yeah, um, I've been taking a lot of amoxicillin that, um, yeah, uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah? Yeah. You are disoriented. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, well, I've, I've, I've been watching you on Snapchat follow the Right? It's, it's nuts. Like, yeah. But, uh, I guess, I guess that's a good, uh, monologue right there to start out the show. <laughs> talk about, talk about Travis. Yeah, I'd ask about you, but we don't got time for that no, shit. You doing good? I'm doing good. Okay, there, that's all it is. Tory Wilson's going into the Dirty Hall of Fame. Ugh. Why? I, I feel, I feel the same way. And it's not that she doesn't deserve to go in, because she definitely does. I think down the road, it would have been a lot more beneficial for her to go into. Um, but I think there are other people who deserved it a lot. I, I, just, I just don't get why she she was never a champion. Really? I don't. I, I believe she wasn't. She probably wasn't. But she was her, and I think even Stacy Kubler, like one of the two mainstays from WCW that made a career in you know WWE. I, I was wondering if maybe she went in because she did some ambassador work for them too back in the day. I know she did a lot with. Uh, Modeling. So, with the modeling and being out there, getting WWE unknown, I could see that maybe being the reason. But again, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Not now. It would have. It, there's yeah. so many more yeah. others to go in. And I think one of the biggest things I noticed a lot from, especially watching the um, the uh, video package they put together for her going in and everything, is she wasn't. An unathletic person, like she, I right. think, I think if she was in Dirty in this era, I think she probably could compete with the girls as far as like their athleticism. But I mean, she was there when they had like brawn panty match, pillow fights, and stuff it, like it that. It may have just been the era she got stuck in. She did have a really good showing at the first Royal Rumble for women. She had a really good showing there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, she wasn't at the past one. I don't think. No, no. Um, and and I love the fact that when they did the first women's uh, Royal Rumble. Um, they brought back a lot of those people who had a huge impact in WWE. Right. I liked it a lot better when the second one is. I mean, when you came here today, I was watching it. Yeah, they focused more on the people who the um, the women superstars that are actually part of the revolution right now. Right, and I mean they they took NXT, NXT UK. Um, I think they took a lot of the. I think there were a couple of them. I don't remember there was. Um, there was one girl, uh, she was the first ever Chinese female superstar to wrestle in WWE. I can't remember if she was part of NXT or if she was just brought in to like, be like, you know, that part of the Royal Rumble. I think most of the, I don't think any, all the women that were in the Royal Rumble were either NXT, uh, WWE or UK. Yeah. And it, it may have even been some from the Mae Young, but I think a lot of the girls that competed in Mae Young got signed to contracts. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it was, it's, I, I, I loved it. Uh, I love the Royal Rumbles. I, uh, I was actually, because, um, because this month is, um, is women, is it Women's Appreciation Month or Women's History Month? Or? I, I, I don't know. You're the one that told me. Yeah, I can't remember. It was I, Women's something. I, I don't remember how they define what, uh, what March is, but basically the month of March is to celebrate women. Um, so I, I, I watched the, the Tag Team Elimination Chamber this morning. To kind of like just kind of like relive that, which I think as of right now to date, that is my favorite elimination chamber. So, um, actually, the two elimination chambers from this year were the best. I'm, they are the best elimination chambers that I think have been I, I since almost, the very first one. I think I can agree with that. Yeah. I really can't. I mean, there's been some memorable moments for mm-hmm. me in certain elimination chambers. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever sat there and watched with such intent, mm-hmm. like in. 
that match was it. I was just like, yeah. One one of the coolest spots in that uh, tag team Elimination chamber match um, was uh, you know because a lot of times when you have um, matches like that where you have so many people in there, there's always that one spot where everyone does like a signature move or something right. to the other person. And if you ever get a chance to go back and look at it, definitely check it out. And we can actually check it out at the end of the show. There was um, a moment where uh, Sarah Logan did a, um, it was like a fisherman suplex, but I think it was more like a, a fisherman suplex driver um, on, I want to say Mandy Rose. And after she did that, as soon as she got up from it, Sonya Deville speared her. Probably one of the best spears I've seen since, like, Edge. I, Sonya Deville is just a bad bitch. Yeah. And I think she's going to be the breakout. I think her and Mandy Rose are mm-hmm. probably going to be together now. But I think they're going to have that Triple H, Shawn Michaels kind of relationship. When it I comes, agree. It'll go back and forth, back and forth. Cause oh, I, absolutely. I mean, and, it's, and uh, even Riot Squad. Right, like every everyone in Riot Squad has the ability to make a great faction, like they have, but also to kind of like survive on their own. I kind of like to see Liv on her own. Liv, Mor- Liv Morgan, I I could see being a uh, champion in the future. Definitely Ruby Riot too. Sarah Logan um, is great as well, but I think like if if you had to like compare, if you had to pick one that you don't think is there quite yet, I would always I would pick Sarah Logan. But I, I agree. Liv Morgan, I think would be great on her own. Plus, I love her kind of like. I, I see it more as like a Joker character kind of thing when it comes to like... It's like a playful... Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn. Kind of like yeah, a Harley Quinn. Harley thing. Quinn. Um, but since we're on the topic and the whole reason I wanted to talk about the Tory Wilson Hall of Fame first is to jump into our Freaking Five for this week. So the Freaking Five, I did uh, top female wrestlers who were not blonde because to me, and I told you before, it was it's pretty easy to pick out the blonde bombshells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way I felt. No, yeah, it, it's... we we did get a little response, a little mm-hmm. response. We still got response, so we got a. So Liz, she picked Lita, Nikki Bella. I'm assuming that's Oscar. AJ Lee and Becky Lynch. Ooh, you know I forgot about AJ Lee. I did too. Yeah. Uh, Timmy picked Santina, Marella. And then Crazy Shannon picked the same ones as Liz. That's what I'm assuming there. Okay. Hey, you know, and it's one of those things, like, you know, the whole reason we do this is for fan interaction. But, you know, I'll take one over nothing. But, I, I mean, I'll, I'll take yeah. goofy-ass replies to you. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, too, goes back to, like, maybe our fans are so exhausted from our last freaking five. Our last that freaking maybe, five was... Uh, it was it was fucking huge. That was a mental... Yeah, so maybe they just had to take a quick break from it, but... It, it took me a couple days to put that one together for myself. <laughs> All right, my freaking five was Victoria, okay. China, Bull Nakano, Mickey James, and I picked Rosemary from the newer generation. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about China, too. Man. China died... She almost made my number one, but I always liked Victoria. And well, it's not ranking. No. It's not ranking. So, you mean, yeah. Deep Donna could be your number one. I forgot all about her. Um, Want me to do mine? Yeah. yeah. Who you got? Uh, well, Becky Lynch, obviously, because she's, well, yeah, she's I, always my I, favorite. I figured that was going to be on your list. Paige. That's a damn right? good one. Uh, Gail Kim. Nice. So, I forgot about Gail Kim. Right. I, I, wanted to, I, don't, I didn't want to focus just on day to eat. So I try not to focus just on WWE. Yeah, but when you go outside WWE, you either come across like some of the girls who they had good careers but not great careers to make a top five list, or they were blonde. Right. Um, Sonya Deville, I, I put her on my list. Um, I put her on my list before I even watched the Elimination Chamber stuff. Like I did this like when the freaking five went out. Um, I I think that she's incredible. And that she has a lot to, um, you know, build up to to become, like, one of the best uh, women in the division. And uh, Ruby Riot. That's a solid list. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think I picked a lot of, uh, I mean, obviously, like, you know, you have. I, new school. Yeah, you have veterans, but you also have the newer people. You know, like Paige and Gail Kim, who spent, like, decades in the business and everything. And, you know, obviously, you know, Becky Lynch, Sonya Deville, Gail Kim. Or, I still want to go uh, see her movie, Riot. too. It's awesome. I saw it. I've heard I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, um, I really liked it, but 
Um, it. I wish there was more to it. Like I don't. I don't like how the story kind of played itself out. Um, not it won't. It's not going to give anything away. I mean, if if you know how the movie ends, yeah. it jumps from her training to the day. So it skips the whole like her any any time in NXT. Really, like, you don't see her. You don't see her uh, NXT Women's Championship win or reign like at all. So it it goes from That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, but I mean, like a lot of a lot of the stuff that um, they put in there, because the whole thing was like this was like a remake of a documentary that was made about the family like seven years ago. So they did that whole part. And then they added in the ending and how it ended. Um, so they go through like how what she went through, like emotionally and stuff, leaving England to go to you know Florida, the people that she worked with, her attitude towards people and stuff like that, and um, the um, the uh, reactions to her getting picked over her brother and stuff, and how that kind of like tore the family apart for a little bit. Still a great movie. Um, I just wish they showed more of the NXT part of it. But yeah, maybe when you get uh, when you start cum dumping on the fucking NXT title, they don't want to remember that. Mm, true. Well, maybe that'll be in uh, the parody <laughs> part two. Uh, part two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the porn version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, good good freaking five. I, yeah. Um, um, they said who uh, who's number three? I don't know who Bull is. Bull Nakana. No, she was. She was when I first started watching wrestling. She was just, she was short, had this hair, real crazy. Hair, oh real, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. She was a beast in the ring. Beast. She was, was she Japanese? I'm not sure. Asian, I, I definitely think she was Asian. Some kind of Asian, Native American, not Native. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. God only knows because you know back then they she wore makeup. So and you know they really didn't stick with the whole PC. Yeah. I can look it up. But I'm not going to. Yeah, no. Right. So, I mean, Samoan. shit, fucking Yokozuna was Samoan. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they gave a fuck at that point. <laughs> <No>. so, um, <laughs> I always thought he was Japanese right? until, like, I got older. Right? I mean, I mean, fucking, God forbid, fucking, like, Kerwin White was Chavo Guerrero, for God's sake. So, you know, yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't give a shit, you know. But, no, pretty good. Uh, that was a good freaking five. Uh, I think our focus is trying to do all the freaking fives for the month of March. Uh, related oh, to it's women, be women related. so uh, we'll keep going with that and everything. And to all you out there who didn't participate this time, make sure you check it out next time. You get one week off. Get one week off. You only get one. So, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, this is this is kind of I, we both enjoy him, especially with his heel turn and him winning the championship. It definitely helped him grow as an yeah. um, a competitor, and it just sucks that. He got hurt. He had to go in for neck surgery and everything. He had to drop his NXT title weeks after uh, making his debut on uh, the main roster. And they had they had a hell of a debut on their main main roster. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah. So what do they do with uh, Johnny Wrestling now? I have no idea what they're going to do with Gargano, especially since the fact that they just started the uh, Dusty Rhodes tournament and DIY was in it. Really? Yeah. So I. I haven't looked up anything further. I kind of want to see how everything plays itself out. Um, but that I have no idea. I know that uh, he, I think he's supposed to be out, uh, if I have to look real quick. I want to say, I, I think it's 14 months is a possibility. But That, that I, sucks. But I mean, that, bring, that brings, you know, he can work on different stuff. And I love when wrestlers, I hate when they go away for injury. Yeah. But when they come back, they always have a little something different or something new in their arsenal. And if they bring him back the right way, it's always awesome to see that, too. I was sitting here looking at that thing. I thought it was my voice. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Focus. Focus. Um, yeah, no, I, I hope that when he does come back, um, I hope first of all, I hope when he does come back, he comes back to the main roster. And I hope that he keeps what he's doing. I don't want him to come back as a fucking face. I don't want him to come back with any new fucking gimmicks and shit like that. That is just... Done. Uh, let's see here. I do like the, the how obsessed he was with Goldie. I don't think they've had a character like that in a while. 
It's just been obsessed with the championship belt. Yeah. I'll just read this real quick. Fuck it. Uh, Champ. Is it Champa? Champa. Champa debuted on Raw on February 18th with three other NXT stars, Ricochet Gargano and Malister Black. In his debut match, he and Gargano defeated the Revival. Next night on SmackDown Live, uh, Ciampa and Gargano defeated the Bar. On March 6th, it was reported that Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer that Ciampa would be forced to undergo neck surgery as well as forcing him to vacate the NXT Championship, which he should have had to drop when he came up to the main roster anyways. Also kind of weird, when I was watching SmackDown, um, when Aleister Black made his entrance, he... or him and Ricochet, they used NXT um, uh, name banners. Which is really? Word. Yeah. Uh, the injury would put him out of action for at least six months. So not as bad as I thought. Maybe they used the NXT because they haven't decided which brand they're going on yet. Yeah. Um, he has not wrestled since February 19th. The Larry confirmed a story saying that he'll undergo anterior cervical fusion. Not even going to pause that one. Uh, between Gargano and Ciampa, there's supposed to be a feud to where they're actually supposed to face at NXT TakeOver in April. Ooh. So that's kind of weird, too. Yeah, because they just got them back together. Well, yeah, but it's weird at their main roster, but they're fighting on NXT in April. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe it's just one of the things like doing like trial runs or some shit, but... Um, maybe it's to build a brand. The NXT brand. Well, I mean, it is, it is rumored that NXT is supposed to be considered a third brand like in the future. Triple H did call it a third brand uh, two weeks ago in Raw. Yeah. I believe it was something like that. So, I mean, it it could be and it should be. And the problem is, I think that brand will outshine the other two if it keeps going the way it's going now. Oh, no, I think absolutely. And I, I love the fact that well, two things. I hate the fact that Alistair Black and Ricochet are tagging together. I'm assuming they're doing that because of the Champa, the Champa uh, injury, where I think it's supposed to be a DIY thing, but they kind of like put Black and Ricochet in instead. I hate the fact they're teaming together, but I love the fact that we get to see uh, Ricochet do what he does on a WWE main show. I I like the pairing mm-hmm. of uh, Black and Ricochet. To me, it's like light and dark. Because okay. you got a ricochet who's light and Mexican. What? Oh, oh, you're just checking. What? 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 Oh, go on. What? what? And then you have black who's obviously a little on what? like heavy metal side. What? Yeah, and the darker side. You were saying no. I the yeah. It, it's a balance thing where they kind of um, oh, what's the word? Complement each other, right? Gets in a way. So and they work really well in the ring together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they do. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Champa is only out for the six months that they show, and hopefully he comes back and uh, can kind of pick up where he left off. Um, we're going to our first ARW show today. Yes, we are. Today. Today. Yeah, super excited for that. Lake Station, Indiana. Yep. At the high school, I believe. Yep. Uh, yeah, starts at 7 o'clock, so super excited to be that. I'm hoping that a lot of our fans are listening to this show as they're driving to that show. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so I'm super excited to kind of, I'm super excited to see the matches, how ARW puts on their show because we've never been to an ARW no. show, and we've been to multiple independent shows. Everyone kind of has their own setup differently and everything how they run things. I'm really excited to see that. I'm also really excited to see who, if any, from SCW shows up. Well, I know who did I see. Jay Harris is taking on Johnny Showtime. I got the match list. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you read off the match list? Go ahead. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. You start from you start from wherever you want to start. All right. We got Dave Allen, who we've seen recently at SCW shows. Yep. He, uh, that's their champion, right? That's their champion. Indiana State Indiana champion? Indiana State champion. What is he, a Dave fucking Allen. wrestler? Independent oh, amateur wrestler, I guess is a better way to say it. Who the fuck is a state champion? That's a fucking high school, whatever. You tell him that. I'm not gonna tell him. He that. defends. I'm gonna, against I'm gonna tell him that you said it, and you just want me to say it. I didn't know what I was saying before I said. It. <laughs> he defends the title against Mister Three Percent, John Hudson. Hey, look at that! He's like thirty percent less than you. Yeah, at least somebody is less than you. Right. 
Then there's a Fordle. 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 Get that Fordle. If we have our own organization, it's going to be called a Fordle. Oh, Fordle. A Fordle. Anyways, a fatal four-way tag team match to crown new ARW champions. It does not give me the list of names, but there's a female team in here. And I believe we know this guy. That Braun? It looks like Braun. I think that's Braun, bro. Could, uh, that's got that's a lumberjack. I don't he he may go by a different name nowadays. No, he's always Braun. Then you have the absolute answer, Nick Cutler teams with Angel Armani to take what? on the a- fucking Dark Horse? No, he's the absolute answer here. Uh, I don't know about that. Take on ARW newcomers, the Caribbeans. It says Caribbeans. I didn't know if it was supposed to say Caribbeans. Oh. We can only go by what we read. SCW's Jay Harris returns to battle ARW veteran Johnny Showtime. I think Showtime was their first champion. Then you have Max Holiday faces off against Bow or B-O-W. Bow. 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 And then the ARW heavyweight champion, Ivan Manson. Ivan? Ivan's a heavyweight champion? Yeah, that's a scary-ass champion. No one tells me shit. Against former ARW tag team partner, The Machine. This is going to be a battle of heavyweights right there. I just like how everyone on this card, other than uh, SCW's Jay Harris, looks like the devil. They just all look evil and shit. I Everyone's wearing bandanas and like just, just. They don't look evil. Yeah, but you know they're carabines. Carabines, right? No, I'm excited to see it. I am. I'm, I'm. I don't yeah. think we've been to a show at a high school either. Together. No, no, no. I a lot of them are, are at a um, um, like a civic center yeah. or like a, a village center and stuff like that. VFW, I think we went to one. Yep. Yeah, on Grand Park, yeah. So, super excited for that. Um, definitely going to check that out. Also, uh, SCW announced some of their matches. I saw. Which we already knew about, you know, uh, Savage taking on Harris in the, um, I was it? it's a no-disqualification match. Oh, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, well, that's what we're calling it, because that's what we were told. So, uh, Sergeant's taking on Sheik in a tables match, and they're going to crown the first ever women's uh, SCW a women's champion in a fatal four win. So who's uh it's Moxie Molly, Casey Dillon, Paloma Star, and uh Natasha Crane. Never seen Casey Dillon. No. Um but she intrigues me. Is that the one with the makeup? That's the one with the makeup. Yeah. I uh I did I did find her on social media to do some kind of searching. And uh, she looks scary as shit. Yeah, she does. Yeah, so I'm excited to see her wrestle. Um, it's unfortunate that the, the wrestler from last month, who Moxie faced, isn't part of it. Evil Sierra. Sierra, yeah, yeah. She, I mean, her her being so athletic, I think, would put on like a great show. But from what I'm seeing here, I mean, out of these four women, I think Moxie might be the smaller of the four. So it's definitely going to be like a powerhouse yeah, we, we, women's We know the match. Amazing Amazon is pretty big. Yeah. So she's definitely got the power advantage as far as we know because I don't remember seeing the other two. No. Well, Casey, I've definitely never seen. But I, like I said, like looking at her social media, seeing her stand compared to other people, she's a, she. I think she's bigger than Sierra. Or not Sierra, um, Amazon. Really? So uh, I'm really excited to see the match and everything. And who knows who's going to – I mean, I, we'll do our predictions on SCW. Oh, of course. But it's in Clifton this time. Right. So we're excited for that March 23rd. But we'll do um, – is it March twenty? Is March twenty third, right? Yeah, March twenty third. Yeah, March twenty third. Okay, you just you looked at me like I, like I was wrong or some shit. No, not this time. Perfect. Yes. Uh, same time. <laughs> bells open at six. Bells at seven. Tickets are ten dollars in advance. Uh, sure, there'll be the a door. charity. Yeah, there is a charity. Um, uh, MS. MS. I think it's MS. That's what I, that's what I like about the SCW show. There's always a charity. There's the fifty fifty raffle. Oh, keep talking. I'm, oh. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Well, no, I'm, 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 I'm looking at you. Yeah, MS. 
MS? MS Connection. Uh, that's the charity that they're going They always do charities that are local to the show. Yeah. So and it's not like nation, world. It's county. Yeah. Nation. Uh, God damn it. You fucking. Yes. MS uh, is going to have a, um, a table at the show to where you can purchase uh, merchandise that uh, benefits uh, MS and stuff like that for donations and stuff oh. like that, too. So that's pretty cool. And they do the 50-50 raffles and all that stuff as well. Plus, they got nachos. Nachos with right. meat. Fucking nachos. Uh, Travesty's one cheat day. God, fucking nachos. Dude, being sick, it really helped my diet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I, fucking, I, fucking weighed my, I, I fucking weighed myself this morning, and I'm down eight pounds uh, since the beginning of March. And all I could think about was like, okay, I'm going to eat these fucking nachos. And that's it. Because I'm not, I'm not going to go backwards. So I'm super excited for that. Um, let's dive into our predictions. All right. For WWE Fastlane. I, I don't know about you, but I'm not as excited for this paper. No. No, not at all. I I think it's a lot better when they have the one pay-per-view between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And I think Elimination Chamber really did that. This is kind of just like... This is this is um like the, the spit-up. From the feeding. It's like a filler episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's a spit up from the feeding. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like excess gas. <laughs> it's like the shart. The shart. Yeah. All right. Um, real quick, we'll, we'll just run through the match cards, and then uh, we'll go uh, back into our predictions. Uh, we did them um, ahead of time. Yep. And like I mentioned to you before we start the show, there's a good chance, I believe, that our, a lot of our predictions are the same. Yeah, I've... I've there, there are two that I think I'm completely wrong on, based on how I think a storyline could go with them. That's a lie. Three of them could be completely wrong based on a storyline, and I'll definitely talk to the bot. Hey, Those is, like to, is that a new match? Which one? The New Day versus uh, Rusev and Shinsuke. Um, it was on there as far as yesterday was because I got them on there. Oh, I did mine a couple days ago. It wasn't on there. Oh, well, just make a prediction. Pick one right now. Don't say it out loud. Just pick one right now. Got I'm, it? I'm writing it down. Okay. So the matches, obviously there's two pre-show matches. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. We got uh, the New Day taking on um, Shinsuke and Rusev. New Day, they're showing Big E and Xavier Woods, so not Kofi Kingston. Uh, the Revival, um, the main show itself, Revival's taking on Aleister Black and Ricochet, as well as uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, triple threat tag team for the Raw titles. Charlotte Flair's taking on Becky Lynch to where if Lynch wins, she goes to uh, WrestleMania to where the Raw match is a triple threat between Charlotte and Rousey. <clears throat> if Flair wins, um, Lynch is done. No idea what that means. Yeah. No, no idea. <clears throat> Shield got back together. They're taking on Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. Asuka's taking on Mandy Rose for the uh, Women's Championship from SmackDown. Boston Hug Connections taking on Nia Jax and Tamina for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Daniel Bryan's taking on Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. And the Usos are taking on Shane and Miz for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I'm happy to see that the two pre, pre, pre-show pre matches are non-title matches. Which has not been their thing as a late. Yeah. Really, the only one I'm really looking for, like, Flair and Lynch is probably going to be match of the night. I hope so, because I really don't, I really don't know how it's going to go just for how Lynch's leg situation is. I've been thinking that she might be playing that leg up a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. I it's it's I think it'll definitely be the most emotional match of the night. I'm not sure if it's going to be the match of the night because I have a lot of faith in uh, Kevin Owens making his return and putting on a good show with Daniel Bryan. That would be my yeah. Those would be the top two. I think. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, we'll make our predictions here real quick. Um, New Day versus Nakamura and Rusev. Nakamura and Rusev. Okay. I went with New Day. That is one of those I think I'm wrong about because there was rumor where New Day was protesting the match because really? of the Kofi Kingston thing. 
So that one, I think I could be wrong, especially now that I see it as Big E and Woods. I could be wrong on that one. You may actually win this one. I got a feeling that if anyone wins this one, it's going to be you. So just to give you a heads up. <laughs> Why? Because I think I think so many of ours are going to be similar that the one difference that we may have is going to be the, the design factor. Um, Mysterio versus Andrade. I got Andrade. Ooh, I got Ray. These two have put on classics, though. And the, yeah. and the, and the ones they've clashed before. Yeah. Uh, Revival, taking on Alistair Black and Ricochet. I got Black and Ricochet. Oh, shit. Okay, so... <laughs> I got Revival. See, I was torn between the two. Yeah. I got you. Um... Oh, Gable yeah, and Rude don't work for me. I, I I can't stand them together. I don't think Bobby Rude needs not a fan of their team. heel turn kind of thing that they did on Raw either. Yeah, like where they attacked Revival. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think Revival just has to win it. Still, I mean, I I think that they're getting that push that they're finally wanting, and I think they have to take it at least till WrestleMania. Um, Black and Ricochet definitely deserve you know the push that they're getting, but to put the titles on it just makes no sense because I don't want them. To be a tag team. I want them to do individual shit. And just kind of see how everything goes from there. Uh, Lynch versus uh, Flair. I got Lynch. Yeah, so do I. I think that one was kind of a... Give me. <coughs> yeah. Uh, Shield versus uh, Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley. This one I was torn about. I did pick the Shield. Yeah, well, I did too. Why were you torn? Because we might be torn for the same reason. Because I don't think that Shield's going to work out the way it did before. I don't think Ambrose is one hundred percent. I wanted to, I went with the Shield just because of the whole Roman Reigns coming back, but I thought I thought the match is going to end for the same reason, but in two different ways. It's either going to end with Ambrose turning on Reigns before the end of the match that costs them to face each other at WrestleMania and costing them the match, or they're going to win the match. Ambrose is going to turn on Reigns and they're going to face each other at WrestleMania. I think it's going to end up with Roman taking on uh, Ambrose at WrestleMania. I think it's going to be because Ambrose turns his back on Reigns, but it all depends on if it happens before the pinfall or after it. So that's what I'm kind of talking about. I'm hoping and thinking that's going to happen afterwards to where they do everything, they do the triple powerbomb, they're all excited, shit, blah, 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 and then Ambrose does his shit to where, you know, he turns his back on him because Roman needs a fucking, he needs, um, Roman needs a match for WrestleMania. Right. And I think Ambrose is the best thing for him because there's still that rumor where Ambrose is leaving after WrestleMania. And they've actually mentioned that on TV, that Ambrose has not signed. And I've never heard them do that before. No, it's, that's rare to hear. Uh, Asuka taking on Mandy Rose. I got Asuka. Yeah, I got Asuka too. God, I need bigger post-it notes. Um, Boston Hug versus uh, Tamina and Naya. Boston hug. Yeah, same here. I think Tamina and her will get it at some point. I just, like, I, I, I do feel about... Don't. I don't agree with that. No? Fuck no. Idiots. Uh, Usos taking on Miz and McMahon. Usos. Yep, Usos. So we're like 50-50. Okay, and then the last match, obviously, Brian Verzone. Yeah, same here. Okay, DB, douchebag. <laughs> I like his heel turn. His heel turn's been very successful, I feel. Okay, so three we disagree on and six we agree on. <laughs> so it's down to those three. So there's going to be a winner. There's, gonna there's be definitely going to be a winner. So um, you happy with your choices? Don't want to change anything? Put it on the wall. Ah, there and we there go. it is. And I smudged it. <laughs> God, the force is sweaty, fat bastard. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I got dude, the fucking writing and shit, man, it's crazy. I can't believe we still have these these post notes on here from our one show. Oh yeah, dude, there's post notes fucking everywhere. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like post notes, so I don't take them off the wall. They just eventually just fall <laughs> and shit. So, um, all right, I'm gonna give it uh, give it up to you to make the decision. Do you want to do your Disney pick of the week, or do you want to do our segment next? Our new segment next. I think let's do the pick of the week because I like that yours would close the show. Yeah, especially since we got like 20 minutes left. Oh. 
Well, we're running through it. We're running through <laughs> we it. We are running through this shit. So, as I, just, <laughs> as I discussed before, that if a wrestler has died during the time we have <laughs> recorded our shows, that I will go out and try to find the best match that they that they had to do that for my pick of the week. King Kong Bunny did recently pass away. He did. So I found King Kong Bunny versus Von Eric. I don't remember which one. <coughs> and it was back when, you know, Bundy was young. Obviously, the Von Eric was young because he's still alive. <laughs> oh, sometimes I wish we were on video. Holy shit. Was it a Texas death match? No. <laughs> it was a Suicide King match. Ah! Anyways, okay. So I'm... It was just a great old school match. Like, I think you're talking pre WWF is when this match came. I, I believe it's when you say pre WWF, you mean like before they were ever part of it, or before WWF turned into WWF. Right before it. Before so when anything. it was Worldwide Wrestling Federation, right. gotcha. Okay. Let me see. That's cool. Um. Yeah. Well, it has to be like was like Texas. Um, 82. So this is the video footage is from 1982, which. It's WWF then at that point, yeah. 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 So So I don't think this is in WWF, though. Look at them white boots. Yeah. And. Kevin Von Eric. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Side note King Kong Bundy, the scariest, nicest guy you ever meet. Yeah. I've met him. Have you? Real fucking scary. And then turned it right off, and I was. Young, 10. He is at a local show. I like how you show a height. I, if, I know. As <laughs> if, as <laughs> if the, the fucking... video. Right? <laughs> you pointed to the sky when we watched Von Eric's name. I didn't but, say anything. No. <laughs> like, right? You know, I, was like, I was like 10, 11 years old or something like that. I had met him after a show, and he came off super scary at first. I stand off. I was just like, ah, come here. Shook my hand, talked to me. I was like, yeah, fuck right. I've seen him at quite a few indie shows, actually. Yeah, King, King Kong Bundy, he, he was always cool to, um, to watch in the ring and everything. I've only seen uh, some of the Dead AF stuff that he did. Um, obviously, on Dead Network, that you get for nine ninety nine a month. So, <laughs> free for the first month's new subscribers. Yeah, nothing for everybody who subscribed since day one-ish. Yeah, Ish. garbages. So, yeah, no, definitely. Um, Is that posted now? No, it's... Uh... It's scheduled to post. Yeah, so it's gonna be posted. Yeah, I'll be posted soon. Yeah, it'll be posted soon. Um, awesome. New segment. Woo! <laughs> New segment. Okay, so I think I decided that this segment's gonna be called uh, "Final Freaking Thought." FFT. 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 And basically, um, it's just a lot of this is gonna be Raw and SmackDown on this one, but it's not always gonna be Raw and SmackDown. Um, just basically every time we every every week, you know, watching. Um, the wrestling shows, doing, um, you know, checking on updates that come on, like, you know, social media and stuff like that. Right, fine, right, fine, right. fine. It's just, I want to get a final thought on it. Like, just before the show ends, the realistically, what is your final thought on it? Um, I'm not going to really put a lot of my input on it because this is your thought. And then maybe we can, like, alternate. Oh, right. this is. Not always. Oh. Just this time. This maybe time. Maybe we could alternate. Like, I could do the 10, the ten final thoughts this week. You do the 10 final thoughts for next week. There's 10? Like yeah, there's 10. Holy Christ. Well, they're not. it's not going to be, like, a conversation. It's just your <laughs> opinion on it. I don't... I just need... Wait, which, which turns into Travis T. Tarrant, Dizzle Jam. No, this is, this is your thought. Okay. And then next week, you pick 10 things, like, whatever it is. It's just... It could it could be WWE, it could be um, AEW, it could be SCW, ARW, it could be New Japan, it could be TNA Impact, whatever it is, you know, and stuff like that. And just give your thought about it, you know. And for some reason, you do do something like New Japan, stuff like that, that I don't know about. We then we get a small discussion about it, right. stuff like that, and how I would feel about it. And it's the same thing with this, but this is focused on WWE, and pretty much nine out of ten of them is WWE. Okay. So, um, Ronda Rossi turning heel. That was a great. That was great. Yep. I thought that was good for her. I thought that she really needed that, and the way the crowd was starting to react to her, that's the way they needed to go with her, and that'll push Becky to be a better face. Okay. Uh, Samoa Joe win the U.S. title. Finally. Right. 
first ever championship that he held in WWE. Not NXT, WWE yet. Finally. Uh, Ruby Riot's lost to Natalia. Do you think it uh, hurt her or really didn't do much to where like she was at this point? I don't think you're going to do much to slow down Ruby Riot. I think win or lose, she's going to put on a hell of a match. And I think that her and Natalia are going to have that back and forth probably for a while. Because they, they had she snapped the animal's glasses. I thought that was one of the greatest mm-hmm. things ever. But I'm a sociopath, so. <laughs> um, the whole Lacey Evans thing over the last week where her music plays, she comes out, walks around, and just leaves. Not really Stupid. does anything. It. it reminds me of kind of like the uh, Eva Marie thing that they're always doing, like where she would be announced but then like not do anything. Right. Or come out and her bra breaks or whatever yeah. the case may be. Uh, Batista versus Triple H. The whole uh, incident that happened last week with Flair's birthday. The promo that uh, Triple H did on Monday as well as his uh, whole like Instagram video. I love the way Batista came back. It was completely out of the blue. I mean, we had heard rumblings about it. I just don't want to see it at WrestleMania. Okay. I, I think it's a waste of putting on WrestleMania. Gotcha. There's actually going to be 11 real quick, just because I thought of another oh, one. you thought of another one? Yeah. Batista's nose ring. His nose ring? Yeah. I didn't even notice it. Check it out. Oh, that's stupid. It's fucking... It's, it's a ring. It's not a stud. It's a fucking ring. When he came back last time, five years ago, stud. This one's a ring. Check it out. You could Google it. It's there. It was there when you beat up Ric Flair. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah. No, I think it's dumb. This isn't part of the free, uh, the freaking final thought. Okay. So there's really only 10. This is a, Just this is a side, side note. Side yeah. note. Um, Should have came out. Hardy Boys time. on SmackDown uh, doing the Team Extreme over the Woken Matt Hardy and uh, Brother Nero. So going back to Extreme Hardys. Team Extreme. Your thoughts on that? I, I thought Matt was done, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would have rather seen them go with the Woken Hardys. So you're not a fan of the Team Extreme that they're doing now? I, I was back in the day when they first came around. But now, to me, I think they evolved past that. And them not using the Woken is just like, you have a fucking rocket launcher, and you're not going to fire it to win. Yeah. I also find it weird. There, another side note, since we have so much fucking time. Um, it's weird that Hardy and Wyatt stopped teaming together because Hardy got injured. But Hardy's back and why it's not. Right. Weird. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but Aleister Black and Ricochet wrestling on both Raw and SmackDown. I think it's just that they haven't found the right spot for him. I think they need to split them up, put one on one, and put one on the other. Just because they're both that same, I don't want to say same style, but they had that high flyer, uh, never say quick kind of thing that, both show needs, mm-hmm. and really, you only have that with Finn Balor on the one show. It, it's closed. I know. <laughs> Focus here. Come on now. <laughs> you, you, you unfocused me. <laughs> but I think Finn Balor more on Raw is probably that guy. And SmackDown, I want to say Rey Mysterio, but he's. I don't want to push Rey Mysterio because there's all this other talent needs to be pushed. Yeah. So, another side note you split them up between Raw and SmackDown. Which one goes to what? I put Black on Raw and Ricochet on SmackDown. Okay. Um, Randy Orton and AJ Styles, obviously uh, neither one of them are on Fastlane. They're not doing a pay-per-view. But they did have that little confrontation in the back this past on Tuesday where AJ was talking about Kevin Owens getting the spot and everything. Randy Orton walking up and giving him that little jab and how it took him 15 years to get here and stuff like that. Obviously, it looks like it's a WrestleMania buildup to it. So, um... What's your thought on the potential WrestleMania buildup between the two, and the fact that <clears throat> I call this use uh, use of unused, which is basically when we talk a lot about how WWE, <coughs> excuse me, WWE has such a um, uh, surplus of top talent yeah. that even though they don't have anything for them, they still find a use for them, like Orton and AJ. Obviously, not in the title picture, but. Like I said, I think this is a potential WrestleMania buildup. So, what's your thought on this potentially being a WrestleMania buildup, and if and how they're being used um, without actually being used in like a main event kind of caliber? To me, this is this I would love to see in WrestleMania as opposed to Batista and Triple H. Does it open the show? I bet it does. I I would hope so, 
But again, I want those titles on the main card. But I keep bitching about that. I think it's great. I think anytime you get Randy Orton into a good feud with somebody he can really work with, mm-hmm. he always put they always put on a good show. And yeah. Styles is just phenomenal all the time. Mm-hmm. I I like Orton. Big big fan of Orton. Even from when he was in uh, Evolution, he I don't know, he he evolved himself to be that anti-hero jerkwad, pretty much. And I would love to see the Legend Killer come back. So WrestleMania is what what it's probably it's still like a month out. So they still do you believe that they still have enough time, or is it too much time to have an Orton AJ build up to WrestleMania? I think if they if done properly, if not rushed, yeah. and just let it happen with a match here this week, and then go a week without them facing each other, and you know, had them inter the the old school shit, you know, had them interfere with each other's matches or cut in on them on a promo, or Randy Orton kicks his house the front door of his house on and attacks him at his house. I gotcha. Uh, Kevin Owens using the uh, stunner over the pop up power bomb. I'm a fan. I like that. You prefer it? I do. I, I don't like the pop-up powerbomb as a finisher. It just seems like the powerbomb was heavily overused before. Mm-hmm. And I don't think if Like, when you get Sid Vicious or you get uh, Kevin Nash putting you in a powerbomb, that's a little more brutal to me than Kevin Owens, who might even be shorter than I am. Yeah, see, I just kind of feel the same way when it comes to, like, a sit-out powerbomb. Like, Batista doing a sit-out powerbomb is more impactful right. than if, like, maybe even Sami Zayn doing a sit-out powerbomb. Right. Um, anything else on that, or are you good? No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, final one. Uh, your thoughts on the issues between SCW and ARW. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. This, this, is, this has been interesting to us, because we, we came back at the right time yep. to where this stuff was starting. So it did, it's just been cool. I can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm hoping big things. Maybe they have a combined show. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm very interested. I, I can't wait to go tonight. Then the 23rd. I'm hoping to see champion versus champions matches. And I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's really exciting. I, I actually have goosebumps. Do you feel that where they stand right now as far as what we witnessed from last month that they have a potential to find a a compromise slash more of a professional work or do you think this is something that's slowly spiraling out which is eventually going to explode I would like to see them work together but the wrestling fan in you kind of wants to see them I want to see it explode exactly I want to see it explode like horrendously right so how do you feel about the uh, the free uh, I like that. the final freaking thought, I right? I like that. FFT. FFT. Yeah, so the next week you pick ten, ask me. <clears throat> that way it keeps us both involved. It doesn't awesome. give you too much. So I don't I don't want to overwhelm you. Keep me at my thirty three percent. Yeah. I mean you really killed it on the uh a post a day on uh Facebook on top of doing the freaking five. I don't want to put too much on you yet. I was gonna say I did pretty good this you week. You did. I'm, oh, it's a compliment. I know you don't get it a lot from me, so I get your confusion. <laughs> was it sure? Was it sure? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, see, we're we're building you or building yeah. you up to that. You know, like because one day, fifty fifty. Not sure when. Probably not. But who knows? <laughs> I'm happy with thirty three percent. Right. Anybody can be fifty percent. It takes a special <laughs> kind of slacker, plus go getter, to be thirty three percent. I could replace you. You could, but you wouldn't have as much fun. <laughs> There'd be so much editing and changes on social media. It wouldn't even be worth it. <laughs> you I would mean, not for, have as much fun. I mean, for God's sakes. Like, it took me fucking, what, a year and a half to get Sarge off of there, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> <laughs> but, someone had asked me, they're like, who's Sarge? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, on your Facebook page. It's like, oh, shit. Um, and then, Do they listen to the show who asked that question? Because I'll answer that right now. Today? No, I'll I have no idea. For those of you know, for those of you who wonder who Sarge was, uh, Sarge was a third um, guy who was supposed to be on the show with us. We were supposed to be a trifecta um, on the show, you know, to get different perspectives and everything. He was going to do a lot of the day to e stuff, uh, and then one of us was going to take like the Impact, the New Japan, uh, Lucha Underground, and so let's spread it out, and that way we get like an update and everything. Honestly. 
it would have been fun to have another guy on here, but I think what we have works. Right. I think I think the the different direction we went on since it just being us two is working out perfectly. Now, Sarge is doing his own podcast. And it's it's doing pretty well. Yeah. Um it's called The Gray Area, D A Gray Area. Um it's not a wrestling podcast. He he just he gives his views and opinions on stuff that goes on in the world. It is a good podcast. I've listened to it. Um I've actually talked to him about being on the show, and he was coming on this freaking show and stuff like that, but that's in the works uh, down the road. But that's who Sarge is. It's just a guy who was supposed to be on the show with us, never worked out, not a big deal. There's no animosity that, that, or anything. That, that seems to be our uh, forte, because we try to get another guy, and that didn't work out. Yeah, who's the, who's the other guy? Ben. Fucking Ben. What the Ben? I don't know. He just sits in his room. Damn it, Ben. So, but yeah, no, so no, it's just us, and I think it works out great. I think what we're doing is working for us, and I think it's working for our listeners, because obviously we're, you know, we're doing something right if we're, you know, getting these views and everything. We, um, I, I think I checked Only 170 out. away from 1,000. Yeah, that, I, what was the last time I checked that? I think it was 834. Was it 834? I mean, I mean I'm happy with that. 834, yeah. So, we're almost there. I think our goal is to try to hit 900 by our 50th episode, yes. which we are... Three weeks out now? I believe so. Yeah. Just, yeah. So it, it could happen. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Um, but the best way for us to do that is for you guys to make sure you check out our show every single week. And tell your wrestling fans to check it out too. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. And we're on Podbean. Everywhere. We are everywhere. You just got to Google it. You know? So tell your friends about it. And make sure that when you're on there, you subscribe to it. It'll get you a notification every time a show drops. Typically, Saturday afternoons and stuff like that is when our show gets released. So it gives you a week to listen to it before uh, you know it comes around again. Simple, Definitely. easy. Um, plus, if you give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, and stuff like that, it helps out our show. It boosts us up in like, lists and tiers and stuff like that, and it really helps out the show. So doing that may seem small, but it really does help out a lot to make sure if that's something you guys can do for us. It's super easy. We're worldwide. Well, worldwide, yeah. We're yeah. worldwide. Yeah, there are people in UK, Australia, the, Indonesia, East Africa. Yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're listened to by people. I'm not Canada. You're, yeah, not fucking no Canada. Canada. No Canada. Canada. If you guys know people in Canada, tell them to listen to our show. See, yeah, we are. We are I, world. I, I couldn't believe that. We, we ran in numbers. Worldwide. We're worldwide. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. Um, make sure you check our social medias out. Uh, obviously, Facebook is the big one that we do. Pretty much everything on. Uh, daily post. We do the freaking five on there. Um, we post our predictions and stuff on that. Post pay-per-view so there's no spoilers and stuff like that. Um, and then we kind of like we do polls here and there. Like one of the biggest polls that we've been trying to do is figuring out merchandise. Yeah. Trying to figure out what kind of merchandise you guys want from us that you know you think that we should have for you. Um, we still want that feedback on there. So if you hear this as you're listening to the show. Think about it. Like, I would love a JFW shirt. I would love a JFW hat. I want a JFW koozie. Whatever. Let us know. Message us uh, through Facebook. Easiest way to reach us. Um, I think our rating is we usually get a response back to you within three hours. So it's pretty high. Yeah. So just give us some feedback on what you want from us as far as merchandise. Uh, we also posted this week that we are looking for sponsorship for the show. Yeah, it may sound weird asking for handouts and shit like that. But... Doing this costs money, and neither one of us have any. It's not really a handout, so if they do sponsor us, yeah. we will cut a commercial for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they will send it to them first yep. for approval, because mm-hmm. we don't want to be not safe for work for their <laughs> for their commercials. Yeah, even though the the show is. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's not it's not just promoting them over our podcast, right? We're promoting them over our social media and stuff like that. Like, you know, we'll use the products too. You know, why not? You know, we'll you know, it's it's a lot of us trying to build relationships with people and stuff like that. So, if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, reach out to us. You can message us on Facebook um, or you can email us at jfwpodcast at yahoo dot com. Um. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. We don't do a lot with it. There's actually, I've heard there's been a decline in Twitter usage anyways. There's a possibility we're just going to get rid of the Twitter. I, 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 I don't even it. know how to use Twitter. That's yeah. why I, I stick with Facebook. And yeah. I, 
I still call you to ask you some things how to do that. So yeah, so so Facebook's where all the posts is. The pick of the week is on Facebook yep. every single week. Um, our freaking fives on there every single week, and um, Instagram we mostly use for wrestling uh, pictures, pictures from the shows that we shows. go to and stuff like that. So follow us on social media, JFW Podcast, Just Freaking Wrestling, um, and look for us on um, you know the places you listen to fucking podcasts. We're there, Just Freaking Wrestling. J-U-S-T-F-R-E-A-K-I-N-W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N. There's no G's in freaking a wrestling. No G's. No G's. We are no G's here. Two G's, we are not. So, I think that's all I got. How about you? Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I am Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to an episode of Just Freaking Wrestling. The JFW Podcast. Peace.